All right, so I'm going to talk about um, all the Black Lives Matter stuff and what's really going on in America and why, you know, as much as I try to be neutral in the sense of some of the stuff is a little overblown and some of the stuff's a little dramatic, but the overall argument is, is not what they're really, it's not what you really think it is. So the overall argument of race in America is very, very difficult to explain because unless you're actually in, in it, you don't really understand what it is, what it's all about. So the one thing that people fail to realize is the history of microaggressions towards black people and minorities in America. And I think I think every group can can go to like a certain group and say, we feel like you guys do this towards us. But like, you know, when it comes to like this particular argument, like blacks in America, even not, not even just blacks and whites, but blacks and Hispanics, even any black that, that even a non-black um, race, even some blacks do it to themselves. Colorism is kind of a thing, light skin versus dark skin. So anyways, um... Microaggressions, the history of microaggressions towards African-American people in this America, in this world, is like so profound that it's it's almost like you cannot, there's no quantification for what it feels like to be on the other side of these little microaggressions, mini aggressions. So an example of a microaggression would be, okay, a blatant microaggression is like somebody, you're walking down the street and somebody just yells out nigger out of their car. They're just driving down the street. You're just standing in mind your own business. Somebody goes, nigger, and drives off. That's like a blatant microaggression because it's aggressive. It's blatantly, you know, they're talking about you as a black person. But yet, you can't, like, call the police and say, hey, this dude just drove down the street and called me a nigger. Can't do it because they're going to look at you like, you know, get over yourself. Now, other microaggressions. Another blatant microaggression is like when you're, I'm standing on a corner or standing outside talking to my friend and five cop cars roll up and they immediately says, where the drugs, where the drugs, and starts frisking us. Somebody, I guess, reported that there's just two black guys outside selling drugs and there's no, there, that did not happen. It was just not even close to being remotely possible. But yet, the police rolled up on us and they was like, where are the drugs, where are the drugs? And they searched us, realized we didn't have drugs on us and went about their business. Okay? Those are blatant microaggressions. Other microaggressions could be like your boss, my boss, actually. I'm making this an example as if it's other people, but these are actually things that happen to me in my own life. So my boss tells me that I have to change my accent if I want to get a promotion. Like I was a, you know, I was gonna, I was doing one part, one job, and I wanted to do another job. And he says, "Well, if you change your accent, then you can, then you know, you can get a promotion." I'm thinking to myself, "What do you mean, my accent? I don't have an accent." Uh, but, you know, it's very, very known that what he meant by that. And that's a microaggression that you cannot really go up to somebody and say, "Hey, go to this." I mean, I've told my friends, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's racist." But for you, for me to tell you what what that means, and you to look at me like, "Oh, I get it." But that's actually stopped me from advancing 
in the society. It, is, it, it actually created a level of you belong here because of who you are and how you talk, which, is actually, which actually affects my ability to advance in America because my boss told me I'm not able to advance in this particular environment because of that. Of course, I got the environment. I moved on. I was able to do what I needed to do. But in that instance, that is actually what happened. And that's a real thing. So there's all types of things like that people go through, we as black people go through, when it comes to like microaggressions. And I mean, just being an, just like listening to how they talk about like black people's names or how they talk about black people's accents or, you know, a black woman is, is, has an attitude and that's like a, a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a thing. Like, if your black woman has an attitude, it's, it's, de- it's detrimental to her uh, character. And it makes her, you know, it makes, it turns it into like, well, she's a black girl and black girls have attitudes. And, you know, you know, and we don't want to deal with black women like them who have attitudes. And I've seen it from people have actually spoken in that way. For instance, I was talking to somebody and we were talking about black businesses, whatever, how you're going to support them. This person was like, well, and also... You know, sometimes they have these attitudes and they act like that you're doing that they're doing your favor when you can go to somewhere else and they don't have the same attitude. You know what I'm saying? So she means like if you go into a black business and the black workers there aren't smiling or they're not really friendly according to them and it it's you know it's intimidating to a point where why would I spend my money in that establishment when those people aren't very friendly to me. And if I go into a different establishment, those people are friendlier. And she broke it down in that way. And like a lot of people, a lot of people speak about black workers in that way. You know what I'm saying? Like just having, just talk, just think about the, the, the conception of how black attitudes affect how you feel in the workplace and how like whether it's real or not you know what I'm saying like it's it's a thing and like for me even me personally like I will people will ask me all the time why aren't you smiling are you okay are you upset are you mad are you sad no I'm chilling I'm fine you know what I'm saying you should smile more you should smile more why I don't want to smile I'm okay I'm okay just like this so then I make the joke that, you know, we have these meetings and we have these meetings and the meetings tell us that we can't smile in pictures. So I just make a joke just to kind of throw it off. But like stuff like that is like things that you will never see because you can't. Every single time you, you, you get into microaggression towards a black person, you can't fight those those things. You can't because it's like. They're annoying, but they're not like causing death. They're causing discomfort. In a lot of cases, they pro- they prevent advancement in a society that tells you you have to be like this, you have to act like this in order for you to be palatable to the word, to the to the people. So just imagine that. Like you have to look a certain way or act a certain way for us to actually respect you enough to where we'd want to purchase your products, hire you for a job, promote you in a job, be your friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
You don't. Those things that aren't, aren't stuff that, that you can actually, that people speak about all the time because it's not like you have to, what can you do? You're going to go to everybody, every time somebody like makes a little snide comment about black people or black culture or, you know, make a little suggestion about how you should behave. You know what I'm saying? So, the history of microaggressions in this in this world towards black people is very real. You just saw it in China where they actually put a sign on the on the wall that says "No black people allowed in this restaurant due to COVID." So when the Chinese people had COVID, it's fine. But then when black people started getting COVID, it became okay. No more black people can come in here. You know what I'm saying? So that's like that's not even like a, a covert micro. That's a very aggressive stance towards a group of people. And those are the types of things that you'll never see somebody put a thing on a sign door says no white people. You know what I'm saying? And like you, you're trying to defend that to the point where there's so many um, counterpoints to the argument that you can defend those, which keeps you from actually understanding what it's really all about. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, there's a lot that goes along with it, and it's not just, you know, blacks are good and whites are bad, or whites need to un, like whites are whites are racist. Not like whites are racist or all whites are racist. No black person can tell you that all whites are racist. If they do, then they're wrong and they're racist for saying that. So let's get that straight. And also, we understand this whole democratic pandering. Is all it is is pandering, and we're not stupid. We're not gonna fall for the pandering. You know what I'm saying? The only reason why people are even voting Democrat in this particular election is because Donald Trump's side is so far away from the truth that you cannot co-sign that. You know what I'm saying? Like, talk about radical views and ideas. Just listen to, go on Infowars.com and listen to how they talk. And he's very articulate and he's very, very, you know, um, he has very a lot of charisma. But don't get it twisted. A lot of his views feed into this whole BS narrative about the left and Antifa and, and the New World Order. Like, these are conspiracy theorists and they believe this stuff. Like, really, truly believe in these conspiracies. And the conspiracies are just because they don't jive with the Republican or the, the, the individualistic view of society. I deserve the, what I get, and it's because I, I get it. And if you don't got it, that's not my business. You know what I'm saying? You can't make me want to join forces with you just because you're not able to get what I got, even though... A lot of reasons why you got what you got has nothing to do with who you are. It just has a lot to do with where you were and, and the timing you, you got there. So there's a lot of things about this whole left versus right argument that has become. It was annoying. Now it's almost comical because it's like when you listen to it and you watch it, they, they put these conspiracy theories together and, and actually believe them. Like I have a really good friend who's on the right, and I understand where she gets her stuff from. And I'm like, oh. And I was, I actually go to their site, and you and you listen to him. The guy's name is Alex Jones. He's their 
the Infowars um, founder or whatever. And he's very, very um, engaging. Like he knows what he's talking about in the sense that he has an agenda and he's actually sticking to that agenda and it and he's selling it and he's selling it to a point where millions of people believe it. And of course there's some truth into everything. There's always some truth. You can always look into something and say, Well, there's that is kind of true. But if you can't look at other things and say, Well, that's total BS, then you're only leaning to one side. And it goes to both sides. Like you can go to the Democratic side and say, Well, yeah, that is true. Like we kinda need but then you can also Go to Democrats and say, well, that's total BS because blah, blah, blah. So there's no, like, there's no actual side that, that a real person can actually be on because both sides have their goods and both sides have their bad. But if you're trying to sell a person, you have to sell that person on your side. So all your negative qualities have to be pushed to the side for the sake of just being on my side. And I think that's what a lot of um, Republicans have done with this particular election is they took all the negatives that came along with voting for Trump and saying, you know what? That's okay because at least he's on our side. You know what I'm saying? And there's enough people that are actually making arguments towards why, you know, the right is right. Yeah, the right is right. So... I hope like people don't understand that people actually people need to understand that most black people aren't radical or stupid. Like we understand what's happening. But if I'm fighting with you about something that you have no idea about and I have to keep explaining myself to you and all you could say was, well, look at Chicago or look at what happened to the cop in St. Louis. We know what happened to the cop in St. Louis. That's not our fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not our fight. We know what's going to happen to those people who killed that cop. And I'm glad that they got caught. I'm happy that they got caught. Because you don't go around killing people. We're not stupid. But you can't, dis- you can't disregard my argument just because there's some idiots out there that's, that's, that's blatantly trying to fuck it up. Because then that goes along with your argument about, well, you know, if your argument is the same, then we got all these idiots out there on the other side, like the alt-right, who's actually... Doing this, doing worse shit and killing people just like they're killing, just like they were doing in the um, Black Lives Matter movement in Charlottesville when they protested, peacefully protested the alt rights movement. The dude drove, plowed through the freaking um, people and killed that lady. Is that a casualty of war? Is that collateral damage? Or does that count as, you know, does that, that, does that totally dis- dismantle your whole movement? Because that's what you're gonna that's what you're trying to do with this whole situation now. It's like you're taking a few individuals and saying, Well, this is why your movement doesn't count. This is why your movement sucks. This is why your movement doesn't have any validity because this is what people are doing. So I mean, I think people understand the difference, but I just think they're so set on my point of view that as soon as you say something that counters their point of view, it makes them uncomfortable. And they can't they can't acknowledge the fact that you know what, the other person's right in this instance. And we all have that level of um, ego that tells us, even when we know that the opposite can be true, we still say, "Mm, yeah, but I just can't see it that way. You know what I'm saying? And then you look for reasons why you can't see it that way. You say, you see, you see? And it's just a stupid game because 
nobody really, nobody's perfect, first of all. But all you want, all most black people want you to do is to just see us as human beings and not treat us as like black people when you first see us because we know our culture, we know we're black, we know we're born this way, but it doesn't create who I am as a person. It's a characteristic of me because my black skin and my upbringing has has a lot to do with who I am as a person, but that's only part of who I am as a person. You know what I'm saying? And black skin should not be the determining factor how you treat me because that means absolutely nothing in the gist of things. How I'm raised has a lot more to do with who I am as a person. And then how I respond to stimuli has a lot more to do with who I am as a person as well. And you won't know how I am as a person unless you actually conversate with me and talk to me before you can determine what kind of person you think I am. So anyways, that's it. Just, just remember that we're not stupid. We know pandering when we see it. Nobody's totally on the left side. Nobody's totally on the right side. There is a lot of middle ground that people need to understand. And if you talk to most black people, they more have, have more moderate views than more Democrat or Republican views or socialist views. Like a lot of people have socialist views. And if you look up what socialism is, then you'll understand why black people feel that way. Because we're about uplifting our people as much as we can. And some of that has, has definitely has, has, has foundations in socialistic values, which is totally fine. You know what I'm saying? So let's stop with all the bullshit because it's not, it's not as serious as you think it is.